the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. And hello everybody, welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. So very happy to have you with us today, and it is great to be back in the anchor chair. Folks, I... I have to tell you, I, I love traveling, love giving speeches, love doing the big MC events, but uh, I I really do um, appreciate the opportunity to come back uh, to Memphis and sit behind this microphone. Uh, wow, we've got a lot going on today, and uh, we, we've got a lot of breaking news to get to. I uh, want to thank uh, our good friend Harry Hurley, uh, who did a terrific job filling in uh, Friday. Uh, I was uh, on the on the road um, I had to give a, a speech in Los Angeles um, and uh, emceed the big, uh, the big Pacific Justice Institute celebration of Justice Gala, and what a great night that was! And and well, I'll tell you more about that in a little while. But I, folks, it was so encouraging to see a ballroom filled to overflowing with conservative patriots that have made the decision to stay in California and fight the good fight and. Uh, man, do they throw just an incredible bash. I have never seen such an elegant ballroom with the tables and the wine glasses and the food. Uh, it was all uh, top-notch and something that you would ex- you would expect in, in Washington, D.C., uh, but there in Los Angeles, uh, in Anaheim, uh, Kaylee McEnany uh, from Fox News uh, was the speaker and just did a terrific job. And uh, anyway, we'll we'll get into more of that. Uh, a few takeaways from uh, the the events over the weekend. There is a lot happening here, folks, and I want to get to Mike Johnson in just a moment. Our House Speaker, who is coming under fierce attack, not just from Democrats but also from conservatives, um, at least people who profess to be conservative. But before we do that, I, I want to get to this story out of Cornell University, and we we've got the report up at Todd Stern's. Dot com. So over the weekend, there were some threats made against Jewish students at Cornell, which, by the way, Cornell actually happens to have a pretty large uh, Jewish student population, Cornell and Ithaca. It is, um, it is a part of the Ivy League school system, so this is a very elite school. And there is a message board for the Greek life there, the fraternities and sororities, and uh, somebody discovered a series of messages written by numerous other students. So this is a this is a student access only web forum, and so the messages came from students. And these messages 
threatened to, uh, these individuals threatened to rape female Jewish students and behead Jewish babies in front of their parents. One of the messages said, if I see another synagogue, another rally for the Zionist, globalist, genocidal, apartheid, dictatorial entity known as Israel, I will bring an assault rifle to campus and shoot all you pig Jews. If I see another Jew, um, Jews are human and they, uh, if I, uh, pardon me here, Jews are human animals and deserve a pig's death, liberation by any means from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. There were there there was another message, another threat. If you see a Jewish person on campus, follow them home and slit their throats. Rats need to be ex, uh, rats need to be eliminated from Cornell. And as horrifying as these messages are, you need to hear this. You need to understand the level of the threats that are directed at the Jewish students, Americans who are of Jewish ancestry, who attend Cornell. The genocidal fascist Zionist regime will be destroyed, rape and kill all Jew women before they birth more Jewish Hitlers. Jews are excrement on the face of the earth. No Jew civilian is innocent of genocide. Now, can you imagine, just for a moment, being a student, a Jewish student attending Cornell, and let's say you're studying at the library and it's after it's after dark, and you have to walk back to your dormitory, you have to walk back to your car to get to your off-campus apartment. Imagine how those Jewish young ladies must be feeling right now. Imagine the Jewish young men. The idea that this level of hatred exists in this country, this is not something that just happened overnight. This, to me, ladies and gentlemen, is is evidence that our public education system has been turning the children of America against the Jews and the Christians. And, and, and I'm going to be the first to acknowledge that I am stunned by this. I knew they were I knew they were advancing this anti-Christian rhetoric in our public education system, but I had no idea the level of anti-Semitism that was there. And we see it. I mean, it is out there, folks. It is out there, and it is in small towns and large cities. And I hate to say this, but it's on just about every taxpayer-funded public institution of higher learning, as well as these high-dollar Ivy League schools. Now, the uh, university president, Cornell's uh, president, Martha Pollack, I don't know this woman. She's probably a left-winger, but she actually struck the right chord here. She says these are horrendous statements. These are anti-Semitic statements. The police are investigating. They've contacted the FBI. And the reason why is because these are hate crimes right here. She says the threats of violence are absolutely intolerable, and they're going to work to ensure that the people responsible are punished to the full extent of the law. So as of now, they haven't been able to, they haven't been able to arrest anybody. There's, they don't know who did this. So I just want to throw, throw out a suggestion here and see what you guys think about this. Um, but, oh, by the way, they also targeted, there's actually a kosher dining hall on campus. Again, this is a very large, very large Jewish population uh, at the school. So 
you're going to have things at Cornell that, for example, you would not have at a place like Idaho Liberty, right? Where it's a it's an overwhelmingly Christian school. So you're gonna so you're gonna accommodate to your largest your largest body, and and they've got a, a they have a separate kosher dining hall, and the campus Hillel chapter advised all Jewish students to avoid the kosher dining hall until further notice. Where are the kids supposed to go eat? So here's what I recommend. I'd If I were the university president, here's what I would have done. Late last night, I would have assembled. I would have convened a meeting. I would have had every single Greek club and organization gathered together. Put them in the high school basketball arena. I don't know how many there are. I have to imagine they're probably a lot. And if you know anything about uh, Greek life, uh, you know that the kids live in these beautiful mansions, right? They're beautiful with the big columns, and they have all the all these um, all these uh, these uh, the, the swimming pools, all the amenities. The word I was looking for. So I would gather all the kids together and say, "Say, okay, look, um, here's what has been written on your private web forums, and here's what we're going to do, kids. You've got five minutes." Five minutes to tell us who did it. Five minutes. Because you know they know. Of course the kids know. They know who did this. And I'd give them five. Okay, I'll be generous. Ten minutes. Kids, you got ten minutes. And kids, if you if you don't tell us who's responsible in ten minutes, we're going to hold all of you accountable. We're going to hold all of you responsible. And I would say after that 10 minutes, I would expel every single member of every single Greek club, every single fraternity, every single sorority member. They get expelled from college. Their clubs are disbanded, and they bring in the bulldozers, and they bulldoze the beautiful mansions. Put in a park. That's what I would do. And if you tell the kids this is what's going to happen, I guarantee you, they're going, they're going to figure out who did this. But it's time we start playing hardball with these anti-Semites. It's time that we start punishing them. I, President Trump over the weekend was speaking to the Jewish Federation. Uh, they were meeting, uh, Jewish Republican Federation, uh, they were meeting in uh, Las Vegas. And the, the president, I, I mean, I was very impressed to hear what the president had to say when he said, if you are Jewish, if you are a jihadist, if you hate America, there is no place for you in this country. Let's take a listen. Cut 19. Our Constitution, he said, I would. <laughs> Did they give you a hard time, too? Did they give you a hard time? Our Constitution is being ripped to shreds. Israel is under attack. And now we have terrorist sympathizers chanting their jihad slogans on our streets, all over our streets. With your vote, we will defend our country, we will defend our Judeo-Christian values, and we will defend Western civilization. And that's what we've got to do, right? What we've got to do. All right, there you go. Um, that is, uh, we, and we've got a longer version of that, and we'll get to that after the break. But the president went on to say that we are going to expel all of these jihadists from the United States. That's what we're going to do. And I think that's a brilliant idea. When you look at what's happening right now, look at what's happening right now over in over in London and in Paris. Those countries have fallen. Those are no longer Christian nations. 
they have been overrun by the jihadists. And why is that? Why has this happened? It's happening all over Western Europe right now. And I want to go back. I I want to go back in time to when Barack Hussein Obama was running for president, and he promised to fundamentally transform America. But it wasn't just America that he was interested in fundamentally transforming. Keep in mind, this is Barack Obama was a disciple of Saul Alinsky. Barack Obama was a disciple of Jeremiah Wright. Remember him, the preacher? GD America? America's uh, chickens have come home to roost? Remember that guy? Barack Obama was a man who was elected president only because of his skin color, by the way. He was elected because of his skin color, and and that really sort of overshadowed the true nature of Barack Obama. This is a man who hated America. This is a man whose wife hates America. He hates us. He despises us because he considers us to be colonialist. You see, Barack Obama is just like his father, and his father hated hated the British colonialist, hated them with a passion. And you can't tell me that 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 hatred did not filter down into Barack Obama. So when Obama got elected and he went on the big apology tour, remember that? He went on the big apology tour, apologized all over the place, and created the, the uprisings in the Arab nations. They called it the Arab Spring. That was all on Obama. So you do have to wonder if this is all really payback, that now the Muslims have been brought into places like Great Britain. They've been brought into places like France and Germany and Belgium. And by the way, Germany is getting ready to start just mass, mass expulsions of Muslims from their country because they have literally been overrun. And by the way, that is happening right here in the United States of America as well. So the question, ladies and gentlemen, do you agree with President Trump? Do we need to start rounding up the jihadists, rounding up all of these kids who are hating America and expelling them from the nation? Is that the right call here? 844-747-8868 is our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Starn Show. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. Hi, this is Todd Starnes, and in just a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You'll have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time, anytime. And you'll see transparent pricing on every coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. And this new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com or call 866-649-0304. That number again, 866-649-0304, and start investing today. All right, welcome back to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. So happy to have you with us uh, today. 
so I want to go back. This is Donald Trump saying, hey, look, um, we we do not want to be like what's happening in, in Western Europe right now. Uh, there is a very good argument to be made that that Western Europe has fallen. And understand this. Do you understand what the globalist immigration policies have done to this world? What they've done is they've taken all of the chaos, all of the fighting, all of the jihad that had been in the Middle East, and they have relocated it to every nation on the face of the earth, except for Poland, including the United States of America. Do you understand how many millions of jihadists we have living here in America? And that's why over the weekend, when you saw the the number of pro-Hamas mobs that were shutting down bridges, shutting down cities, that were clashing in the streets with police, this is a dangerous situation here, folks. So what they've done, and just think about this, there are now jihadist cells in every major nation in the world. And they are just waiting. They're just waiting for the text message. They're waiting for the telephone call to be activated. That's what's going on here. And President Trump said uh, over the weekend in Las Vegas to this large gathering of Republican Jews, we do not want to be like Europe. State Department wishes admitting colossal amounts of jihadists into our communities and campuses and our refugee programs. That's why you see all of these big demonstrations in New York, in Chicago. Nobody can believe what's taking place. They're letting them in at levels that nobody's ever seen before. We cannot allow that to happen. And we don't want to be like Europe with jihads on every corner. That's what happens. I mean, we're going to have, we're going to be like Europe. You take a look at London. You take a look at Paris. You take a look at what's going on over there. We want to be the United States of America, and we want to make our country great again. Right now, we don't have a great country. We have a laughing stock. As president, I will end once and for all the mass importation of anti-Semitism into the United States. And just as I did before, we will keep radical Islamic terrorists the hell out of our country. We're going to keep them out of our country. We were keeping them out. We were keeping them out. You remember the travel ban on day one, I... We'll restore our travel ban. We had a travel ban because we didn't want people coming into our country who really love the idea of blowing, blowing our country up. Let's blow up our streets and our shopping centers and our people. So I instituted what we call the Trump travel ban, and it was a, uh, an amazing success. It was suspended immediately upon his coming into the country. And I never talked about this for four years. I never mentioned it. We didn't have one incident in four years because we kept bad people the hell out of our country. We kept them out. We didn't have one, not one instance. I didn't want to say it during the four years because I didn't want to walk out of the speech and have something happen, right? I'll also be implementing strong ideological screenings for all immigrants coming in. If you hate America, if you want to abolish Israel, if you sympathize with jihadists, then we don't want you in our country, and you're not going to be getting into our country. Yeah, look, I, I am on board with President Trump right now, and when you see what's happening across this globe, he is the only man who can fix what is broken right now. He is the only one right now. Out of all the people running, it's time for us to wake up and understand this is it. 
Every other Republican ought to be suspending their campaign and getting behind Donald Trump. We need a serious man for serious times in this White House right now. And meanwhile, Kamala Harris asked to to comment on Joe Biden. The only thing she could come up with, the only compliment that she could come up with, well, you know, the guy's still alive. He's still breathing, still kicking. That's Kamala Harris. So I'm telling you, I like this idea. Shut down the borders. Close the borders to everybody and then start expelling all of these jihadists. 844-747-8868. That is our telephone line. That's 844-747-8868. We'll be right back, folks. MyPillow is celebrating its 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell at MyPillow wants to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in the history of MyPillow. You're going to get their queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more, you're going to be able to get a king-size pillow. You're going to receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products like bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing Amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to mypello.com slash starns. That's mypello.com slash starns. Use the promo code starns to get this amazing offer of the queen size my pillow for $19.98 or call 1 800 839 8506. The offer comes with a 10 year warranty and a 60 day money back guarantee. That's mypello.com slash starns. Use the promo code starns or call 800 839 8506. Promo code starns. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. By the way, Mike Pence dropping out of the presidential race. He's gone. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, he's still in. But uh, by the way, his negatives, his his popularity goes down the more people get to know Ramaswamy. But I, I want to say something about Mike Pence for, for just a moment. And, and I know that uh, Pence is getting a lot of grief from conservatives. But I, I just always felt he was a good and decent man who was woefully unqualified to be vice president and was woefully unqualified to be president. But the reality is this. Mike Pence, when he was deciding whatever he was going to do on, on January the 6th, Mike Pence came to the determination that he was going to turn his back on, on Donald Trump. I mean, that's, that's, what, that's what he did. And I hate that he did that. At the same time, you know, just put yourself in Mike Pence's position. Uh, there you are on Capitol Hill. You've got an angry mob that's storming the building. Uh, there is a, a noose out there with your name literally on it. What would you do at that point? Just want to throw that out there. But I, I think at the end of the day, Mike Pence was a good and decent man who just simply was in the wrong job. That, that's what I think is going on here. I uh, just got an email from our good buddy Jeff Stein over at our great affiliate uh, KXEL, which is the blowtorch of Iowa, and it is not looking good for Ron DeSantis. By the way, but before we get into that, may I ask you a question about boots? I am not a cowboy boot-wearing person. Uh, I, I, I just don't like to wear the, um, uh, wear the boots, but a lot of you do. And there's been a lot of controversy um, on social media about Ron DeSantis and whether or not he is wearing lifts inside his cowboy boots. And I've seen the video evidence, 
and it's pretty shocking. It's I've never seen a, a boot walk like that before. So it something's just not right about it. It's it's something is off about the boots that that uh, Ron DeSantis is wearing. And so I'm curious, any of you uh, boot wearing folks out there, maybe you can give us some guidance here. But it just seems to me that uh, he's he's trying to appear taller than he is, and I'm not sure that boots. I'm not sure that's a good look for Ron DeSantis. Now the rumblings are that it's the misses, uh, Mrs. DeSantis, Casey DeSantis, who I believe has. And and I've said this from day one, and I got a lot of blowback over this, but I still contend that she actually wears the the pants in the family, or in this particular instance, the cowboy boots. And she's the one who's actually calling the shots on this incredibly, horrifically run campaign. And the rumblings are that she's the one who told him that he needs to appear to be taller. And I'm surprised. I'm surprised that um, that Trump hasn't made light of that. Maybe call him Little Ron or something. I don't know. But, uh, there you go. 844-747-8868 is our number. Anyway, back to this polling uh, from Iowa. And this is from the Des Moines Register. They've done a poll with NBC News. And the poll shows Trump getting 43% of support among Republicans. That's up from 42% in August. But here's the... Here's the the really crazy part of this this poll. Ron DeSantis is in a free fall right now. He has dropped 19 points from the last poll that was taken, and now he is tied with Nikki Haley. So you're going to watch the headlines here. The headlines are going to be that well, Nikki Haley is is um, surging in Iowa, which she is, but Ron DeSantis is in a free fall. Uh, so both of them are now tied for second place with 16%. So 16%. Haley has a 10% jump. She was at 6% in August. Now she's at 16, a 19-point drop for Ron DeSantis. And I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this. Why do you, What is it about DeSantis that the people of Iowa do not like? He had support, and now he doesn't. And he has been everywhere in that state. I mean everywhere, hitting every single county, and yet the more people get to know Ron DeSantis, the less likely they are to support this man. And I'm curious to hear your thoughts. By the way, Dr. Ben Carson, over the weekend, throwing his support behind President Trump. Let's take a listen to cut number one. You know, Benjamin Franklin was asked in 1787 after they finished the Constitutional Convention, sir, what do we have here, a monarchy or a republic? He said a republic if you can keep it. The way we can keep it is we can put Donald J. Trump back in office. And as I stand here today, I want to offer my most confident and full endorsement of Donald J. Trump. Oh, that was it. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, Dr. Ben Carson uh, throwing in with uh, Donald Trump. So good for you, Dr. Carson. All right. Um, uh, let's talk about this um, this story involving Mike Johnson and MSDNC. So Jen Psaki, who was the press secretary for uh, President Biden, goes out there on national television over the weekend and literally mocks the House Speaker and his 
Christian faith. Cut number five. And there's the obvious question of how Johnson's convictions square with his fierce loyalty to Donald Trump, a guy who has been married multiple times, paid hush money to a porn star, and joked about grabbing women. I would love to know what passage in the Bible told Johnson to become one of the most important architects behind Trump's effort to overturn the 2020 election. Which passage? Was it God whispering in his ear to ignore the Constitution and disenfranchise millions of voters? It's hard not to think that Mike Johnson's idea of what America should be is drastically out of line with what America actually is. He clearly envisions a country that's less democratic and less tolerant. And that may explain why he seems more comfortable with the America of the 18th century than the America of today. Truth has been replaced as the greatest virtue in society by tolerance. Well, we're the in- inherently intolerant ones who say, wait a minute, life is sacred because we're, we're endowed by our creator. We're certain inalienable rights. We have to stand up for those. Oh, you bigot. Can't you be a little more open-minded? Come on. That's so like 18th century. You know, well, they told us that if we didn't maintain those 18th century values, that the republic would not stand. And so this is the condition we find ourselves in today. All right. So, so Jen Psaki is mocking this man's Christian faith. And he, Mike, or rather, um, uh, Mike Johnson raises a very interesting point here. The speaker is, is trying to explain that we cannot, we cannot be in a society and we cannot have a society where truth is irrelevant, where everybody has their own version of the truth. That's what he's trying to say here. So then Saki goes on, and she just flat out attacks the man, cut number 14. So let's take a few minutes to talk about this new speaker. First glance, Mike Johnson does seem fine, fine-ish. Conservative, yes, but he once started a civility caucus with a Democrat. And I mean, if nothing else, he wears a suit and has glasses. How threatening can this guy actually be? Well, He gave us all a little clue as to how he would govern in an interview this week. I am a Bible-believing Christian. Someone asked me today in the media, they said, it's curious, people are curious, what does Mike Johnson think about any issue under the sun? I said, well, go pick up a Bible off your shelf and read it. That's, That's my worldview. You heard that right. The Bible doesn't just inform his worldview, it is his worldview. In fact, during his first speech in his new job, Johnson suggested that his election as speaker was an act of God. Talk about a bit of a humble brag there. So what exactly has God apparently called on Mike Johnson to do? Well, his views on policy are essentially what you'd expect from a religious fundamentalist. They're more divisive than they are divine. All right. So the question there, ladies and gentlemen, do you have a problem with Mike Johnson's Christian worldview. Now, I hate to break this to you, but throughout our nation's history, our leaders have openly acknowledged their reliance on Almighty God. In other words, our founding fathers actually had a Christian worldview. Um, All you have to do is go back, and our good friends over at Wall Builders, David Barton and, and his crew, They've documented all of this. Look at Alexander Hamilton. He's the, um, the the darling of Broadway liberals. And Alexander Hamilton once said that he had a tender reliance on the mercy of the Almighty through the merits of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we are watching. We are watching Alexander Ham- Alexander Hamilton, who, by the way, the leftist raise up as the ideal founding father as a follower of Jesus Christ. George Washington, Sam Adams said the same things. In other words, our nation was actually founded by Christian fundamentalists. 
And by the way, what's wrong with Christian fundamentalism? All that simply means is you follow the teachings of the Holy Bible. When did that become a crime in America? And yet you have people like MSDNC, you have people like Jen Psaki, you have people like Joe Biden that are out there and they're attacking evangelical Bible-believing Christians as if we are the problem in America. Let me explain. Let me explain something about Christian worldview. Without a Christian worldview, you know what you got? You have chaos in the culture. You have what's happening what you have what's happening right now at Cornell University where you've got students that are threatening to slaughter their Jewish classmates. That's what's going on here in the United States of America. You take God out of our government, you get chaos in the culture. So I do believe in a such a such a time as this moment, and I believe that Mike Johnson is the right man for that job. And he is catching you know what? He is catching you know what, not only from the Democrats, but from a lot of conservative talk radio hosts as well, and that is a shame. But we're standing alongside Speaker Johnson, and I believe he's going to do a great job for the country. All right, we've got to take a break here. 844-747-8868. That is our telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. All right, folks, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Happy to have you with us today. Let's go to the phone lines, 844-747-8868. Robert, listening to us on WTJS in Jackson, Tennessee. Hi, Robert, what's on your mind? Well, Todd, when, when I heard that we were referred to as uh, Christian sentimentalists, I just had to call. You know, it's uh, it's time that Christians or no longer sit passively by. We did that for 50-plus years. We, we've we been uh, ber- berated. We've been abused. We've been threatened. We've had our free speech taken away from us. And it's time that we say enough is enough because I can say, I will gladly say in public, like I'll do right now, and, and it's clear you, you discuss your faith, Jesus is my Lord. And I hope to see him when I go to the other side. But uh, I'm not going to cower at, at to, with all these liberals and things, you know. And and uh, I think we've just gone down a rat hole. We let this one woman take prayer out of school many years ago when I was a kid. And we went the wrong way. We used to have people in the White House, uh, like 
like uh, President Truman, who put the Jewish people back in their homeland. We used to have people who would do that, and now we have people in Congress that spew hate speech toward Christians. Christians and, and Jews, Robert. That This is what gets me, and, and I think people need to understand the Muslim jihadists want to kill all of us, the Christians and the Jews. Uh, and all, by the way, you gay folks out there listening, pay attention because they want to kill you too. They're throwing you off of buildings. And thanks to the IDF, they're not able to do that in Gaza anymore because there are no more buildings left. But, but Robert, I'm telling you, it we are. It is all hands on deck here because because there, but for the grace of God. Uh, go us as a nation, and we're not dealing with what's happening right now in the, in the Middle East here on American soil. No, I fully agree with you. I'm glad you mentioned, you know, the 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 rainbow, the rainbow flag people. I don't think I don't think they get it. They you know, they don't understand what what their fate is if they allowed someone like Hamas to take over America. Robert, they think about all, this. They will cease to exist. The evil, the evil Christian nationalist, the evil Christian fundamentalist, they don't understand that under Judeo-Christian values, you can live your life in this country however you want to live your life. If you want to be an atheist, be an atheist. You want to be gay, be gay. You want to be a Christian, you can be a Christian. And you are not persecuted for your beliefs. And that is because of the free will that we have as as Christians. So people seem to forget about all of that. But uh, there, there was a reason our founding fathers made sure that every single one of our founding documents was flavored with Judeo-Christian teachings because they knew it was the right way to go. It was the right path. You are right on target. Totally. All right. Robert, appreciate that call, and thank you for listening, and we appreciate all of our listeners over there on WTJS, the blowtorch of Western Tennessee. Uh, by the way, folks, President Trump leading in all, every single national poll, President Trump leading in the polls. By the way, over the weekend, I was watching, even though I was out on the road, I was watching President Trump's event on Newsmax. I was watching on my smartphone. Uh, millions of people, by the way, have made the switch to Newsmax because it's real news you can trust. By the way, Newsmax on all cable systems, if your cable operator doesn't carry Newsmax, just give them a call and say, I want Newsmax. And do not forget to download the Newsmax app. You can do that on your iPhone, your Android. It is absolutely free, and you can start watching at any time. Go to the Newsmax app right now. Get Newsmax at home, and you can make the switch. And, folks, trust me, you are not going to look back. And uh, it was great to see our good friend, a former colleague here at the Todd Stearns Radio Show, Caleb Park, now a correspondent for Newsmax Television. And we're very exciting for him. We're very excited for him. And uh, we're going to have to get Caleb back on the show now that he's highfalutin over at uh, Newsmax. And by the way, Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, Wednesday, we have some very exciting news to share with you. You're going to want to mark this down. You're going to want to listen to Wednesday's show because we have some very exciting news coming uh, with regard to Newsmax. All right, uh, this story uh, sent to us, and we've got it up on our website. Uh, This is crazy. A high school choir in Virginia is under fire after the children sang religious-themed songs in their choir uh, concert. And apparently, a bunch of atheists got all upset. Uh, Now, it turns out that the two songs, one of them was a black spiritual, 
And the other was written by a famed black musical composer by the name of Keith Hampton. The Freedom from Religion Foundation says the songs in a public school are not allowed. However, the National Association for Music Education says that the study and performance of religious music with an educational context is not only vital but appropriate. So the school was going to cancel the concert, but they didn't have time to do that. So they added a secular song, something, I don't know, was it a rap song? We don't know. But they added a secular song to balance out the show. It's You can't make this stuff up. We've got the story over at ToddStearns.com. But clearly, ladies and gentlemen, nothing triggers an atheist like a bunch of school children singing about Jesus in four-part harmony. There you go. All right, we've got to take a break. We have a great, great lineup. Scott Perry is going to be here uh, from the House Freedom Caucus. We're going to get an update on uh, the big government shutdown that is looming. We're also going to be talking to our friends over at Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier. That's going to be a lot of fun. Stick around, everybody. Your calls as well. Our telephone number, 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Show. Happy to have you with us uh, today, and I uh, hope things are going great wherever you might be across America. Our telephone number, by the way, 844-747-8868. Again, 844-747-8868. And a lot happening over the weekend. President Trump out there on the campaign trail. And folks, at this moment, at this juncture, uh, it is President Trump. He is going to be the nominee in, in 2024. Uh, it's it's over for DeSantis. Um, the numbers coming out of, of Iowa, not looking good at all. As a matter of fact, Nikki Haley now tied with DeSantis in the latest Des Moines, uh, the Des Moines Register poll, and we're going to keep you updated on that information as well. And of course, uh, the, the big story coming out of the weekend is Jen Psaki um, saying that we should all be scared because the new House Speaker, Mike Johnson, is a Christian fundamentalist. Cut number 14. So let's take a few minutes to talk about this new speaker. First glance, Mike Johnson does seem fine, fine-ish. Conservative, yes, but he once started a civility caucus with a Democrat. And I mean, if nothing else, he wears a suit and has glasses. How threatening can this guy actually be? Well, he gave us all a little clue as to how he would govern in an interview this week. I am a Bible-believing Christian. Someone asked me today in the media, they said, it's curious, people are curious, what does Mike Johnson think about any issue under the sun? I said, well, go pick up a Bible off your shelf and read it. That's, that's my worldview. You heard that right. The Bible doesn't just inform his worldview, it is his worldview. In fact, during his first speech in his new job, Johnson suggested that his election as speaker was an act of God. Talk about a bit of a humble brag there. 
So what exactly has God apparently called on Mike Johnson to do? Well, his views on policy are essentially what you'd expect from a religious fundamentalist. They're more divisive than they are divine. All right, there you go. That's Jen Psaki. Uh, circle back, and she is not a friend of you Christians out there, uh, folks. Uh, and she believes that one of the most egregious things is to have an actual practicing Christian uh, in a position of leadership in the United States government. I personally think it's one of the best things uh, that could have happened. And I do believe that Mike Johnson is going to be a terrific Speaker of the House. Now, we've got a lot happening between now and the end of the year, and Johnson is going to have to step up to the plate on a lot of big issues and make a lot of big decisions, especially when it comes to funding the government. But one of the things I really appreciate is that he is pulling the funding. Uh, there There was a joint funding bill that would have given more money to Ukraine while providing a little bit of money for Israel, and Johnson says, no, there will be separate, there will be separate bills. So you're going to have a situation where um, Israel is going to get um, money regardless of what happens with Ukraine, as it should be. 844-747-8868 is our telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. By the way, have you um, heard the story? It's over at Fox News. California professors are now blasting the university system as being unsafe. The ethics studies professors are now demanding that the University of California stop referring to Hamas's attack on Israeli civilians as terrorism. And they say they say in a letter to administrators that that sort of language actually endangers students. I want to read from the statement here. We call on the UC administrative leadership to retract its charges of terrorism to uplift the Palestinian freedom struggle and to stand against Israel's war crimes against and ethnic cleansing um, and genocide of the Palestinian people. That's coming from the University of California. Now, you've heard a lot of these um, pro-Hamas people, and they've been out there on the streets. We had a lot of them here in the Memphis area over the weekend, and they're marching in the streets and they're, they're chanting from the river to the sea. And a lot of people don't seem to understand what they're actually chanting about. From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. So the river they're talking about is the Jordan River, which runs north and south. And so when you're looking at, at the geographic location of Israel, what they're telling you is that the entire nation of Israel, from the river, the Jordan River, to the sea, is Palestinian territory. So when they're out there chanting that, what they're telling you is that they want to literally eradicate the Jewish nation. So here's the question we need to be asking these protesters, and we love for some of them to call the program, but we need to be asking them this question. All right, so let's just say that Palestine is going to be from the river to the sea. Where would you recommend the Jews go? If they're going to be removed from that little sliver of land, and keep in mind, out of all the Arab nations in the world, there is only one Jewish nation, and it is a tiny sliver of land that we know as Israel. 
So where would where would all of these protesters, where would uh, the folks in the United Nations, where would they like the Jewish people to go? If the Jewish people are not allowed in Israel, where are they supposed to go? And they don't want to talk about that because the answer, if you would if you would ask someone who is of the Muslim faith, the predominant faith in that area of the world, if you would ask them that question, they would tell you that they want Jews wiped off the face of the earth. That's what they want. By the way, over the weekend, the United Nations General Assembly, they could not even pass a resolution condemning the violence directed at the Jews. Quite frankly, what we ought to do, and by the way, President Trump, second order of business after dismantling the Department of Education, the second order of business in his second term in office ought to be to completely defund the U.N. General Assembly and give them the heave-ho. They ought to be the first jihadist that are expelled from America. That's what ought to happen. All right, we've got to take a break here. 844-747-8868. That is our number. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right. Welcome back. Big trouble over at Disney. By the way, this is this was fascinating. Uh, I was um, I was giving a speech over the weekend at Pacific Justice Institute, and uh, just incredible people, great organization. The event was held at the JW Marriott Resort, which is right around the corner from Disneyland, and uh, so it's a it's a really high. Um, trafficked area, a lot of tourists, a lot of families. Folks, I'm telling you, it was like a ghost town over the weekend. So I was um, I was having lunch, and oh, what was the name of it? It was, a, it was one of these uh, steak. It wasn't McCormick and Schmick's, uh, but uh, it was uh, one of these, uh, one of those high-end uh, steak joints. But anyway, I went in for lunch because normally they have a good burger. And uh, so I go in and I know it was like a 200-seat restaurant, beautiful, beautiful restaurant, 200 seats. And, folks, I'm telling, you, I'm telling you, I was the only person in the restaurant. They, the manager was actually holding a meeting with the staff, sending people home. And, and, and I, so I'm, I'm talking to the waiter, the, 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 the server, and I, I'm like, is, is it always like this? I said, I, I thought this was, it's a Saturday. I thought you guys would would be jam packed. He says, "Yeah, it's it's really bad." And sure enough, you walk outside and they have a, a California pizza kitchen there and uh, the cheesecake factory. Everything was empty. It was I don't it was like the rapture happened. But I I'm beginning to wonder if if parents have said, "You know what? That's it. We're we're done with Disney. We're tired of paying those high dollar ticket prices." We're, we're tired of the wokeness that has infected uh, everything at Disney World and the Disney, um, the, the, the Disney Channel. We're just tired of it. And we don't want we don't want to be spending our money having our kids you know radicalized at Disneyland. And I'm wondering if that's, if that's having a, an, an impact on businesses that are all around Disneyland because there are a lot of them. And if you've been to Disneyland or Disney World, you know what I'm talking about. So anyway, 
That brings me to this story. The um, the new live-action version of Snow White, which did not have dwarfs or little people or midgets or whatever it is to call them. Um, they actually had – it was a diverse band of characters. They had, like, you know, the transgender dwarf and all that kind of nonsense. Anyway, the live-action version, and we've we've talked about the controversy around it, Disney has announced it is now going to delay the live-action version of Snow White. And that's because – and by the way, the star of the show actually hates Snow White, hates the concept of Snow White. She called the – she called the original movie weird. And this idea of, you know, men, Prince Charming coming in and planning a kiss, which she – which she alluded to was date rape, and then, you know, she was brought back to life. Rachel Zegler plays Snow White in the upcoming live-action movie, and she trashed the original 1937 animated version. She says, quote, there's a big focus on her love story with a guy who literally stalks her. Weird, weird, she said. So we didn't do that this time. Oh, is she a lesbian? Is Snow White a lesbian now? Is that what's happening here? She added that Andrew Burnap is cast as Prince Charming, but said his scenes could be cut, saying, It's Hollywood, baby. It's no longer 1937. Snow White's not going to be dreaming about true love. She's going to be dreaming about becoming the leader she knows she can be. David Hand, whose father, this is from National Review, David Hand, whose father worked with Walt Disney, condemned the woke remake quote it's a whole different concept and i just totally disagree with it i know my dad and walt would also very much disagree they changed the stories they changed the thought processes of the characters these are not just original stories anymore they're making up new woke things there's no respect for what disney did or what my dad did and i think walt would be turning over in his grave well i agree with that now, the Hollywood Reporter says the ongoing actor strike is the reason for the delay, but the rumblings are they're having to rewrite the whole thing again. Is it because people just just are tired of it? They're sick and tired of it. And they're saying, you know, we, we, we just want our kids to be able to be entertained. We want their minds to be challenged. So this this fantasy world. I mean, that's the whole point of Disney is to go and dream big dreams. But now they're shoving a woke agenda down the throats of the poor children. So I was very surprised uh, to see pretty much that most of Anaheim was dead as a doornail. Hardly anybody moving about, hardly anybody out there um, going about and having a good time. And maybe a lot of that has to do with the economy. But I think the larger issue is that parents are finally saying enough is enough. What say you, ladies and gentlemen? 844-747-8868 is our number. That's 844-747-8868. Are you tired? Are you tired of all the wokeness at Disney and in the cartoon industry? Are you tired of them coming after your kids? Are Are you tired of it? I think a lot of people are saying, you know what? Enough is enough. So I say, good for you, moms and dads. Disney, I hope you'll learn your lesson here, but I don't think they have, folks. I really don't think they have. All right, um, I want to play some audio. There is a kid, teenager, 
and he was uh, out there just randomly punching people in the park. Uh, part of this YouTube channel he's got. His name is Alfred Lewis, black kid. And he was going around, and he was just punching people, just random people around the Houston area. And uh, the Sheriff's Department launched an investigation. This guy was actually posting the videos on his social media feed, and he got caught. Here's what he had to say, cut number nine. 19-year-old Alfred Lewis spoke with me about how he feels about it now. You know, I just made a mistake, and everybody makes mistakes. This is the video in question, first shared with KHOU 11 via the Nextdoor app. In it, you can clearly see Lewis striking a man in the head from behind before he turns around in shock. I know, like, from the video, all you see is, like, the bad part about it, but um, what people didn't see was that I shook his hand after and how I had gave the man a hug. That is something we cannot verify, nor can we confirm that another man seen in the video getting punched and grabbed later left on good terms, according to Lewis. I really didn't expect for it to just go so left, you know. What what did he expect? What happened? And I find it hard to believe, too, that let me. you're walking down the park and all of a sudden someone comes and sucker punches you in the back of your head. Are you going to turn around and just give the guy a hug? No. The kid is lucky he's still alive. Unbelievable. So it's right now they're not saying he's actually been charged with any crimes. The kid ought to be in jail. But, you know, this is all. This is not the only place this is happening. Apparently in Philadelphia, uh, there's a, a popular news anchor there by the name of Bob Kelly, and somebody gave him a, a black eye, sucker punched the poor guy. And that's on based on some sort of a TikTok challenge that's out there. I'm telling you. It's not good. Let's go to the phones. Christopher in Gainesville, Georgia. Hi, Christopher. What's on your mind today? Yes, sir. I just want to make a comment about uh, my opinion on uh, uh, Jane Saki, Shockey, however you say her last name. Circle back Saki. That's it. That's the one. Um, I think the squad's gotten to her. I think AOC and the rest of them sat down with her, and she wants to join the fraternity. Oh, you think so? So she wants to be like the next Spice Girl. Right. There you go. There's a good way to put it, I reckon. Um, either that or maybe she's uh, just interviewing for the view. Uh, well, that could be. Uh, it could be, uh, Christopher. I, Mike, you know, when you step back, I think there are Republicans and Democrats, and they, they are unified on this issue. They, they don't like Mike Johnson because they know they're not going to be able to control him and that he exactly. looks to a higher power. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. That's so, why I think this, that's why I think the squad got a hold of her, and like I said, she wants to join that fraternity. All right. I well, Christopher, I I think that's that is a pretty pretty good assessment of what's going on. We'll see how that plays out, though. Christopher, appreciate that call. Eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. We're going to be taking your calls. That's eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. Coming up, we're going to be talking to the chairman of the House Freedom Caucus, Scott Perry. Also, up next, Adam Gillette. He's the guy that's in charge of accuracy in media. They've been driving a bus around Harvard exposing the pro-Hamas kids. We'll talk to him next. 
Welcome back, everybody. Good to have you with us. This is the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Let's go to the phone lines, 844-747-8868. James on the talk station in North Carolina wants to weigh in. Hey, James, what you got for us? Hey, man, Jen Saki is Chucky's sister, man. You didn't know that? Oh my gosh, James! Shame on you. I I see it now. I see every, you, you don't notice the resemblance. Oh, got it. <laughs> well, that's what we always say because she looks just like. Wow. Sister, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm never going to be able to look at her the same. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, we got to laugh sometimes, man. You can't be serious. This all is the time. true. It's a good point. She, she got tired of that job having to try to lie with a straight face, man. She couldn't just take it anymore, you know? <laughs> That's great. It's got to be a hard job. Uh, yeah. You know? Yep. Uh, James. Tell a, tell, tell, tell a blatant lie and keep, your, keep a straight face, right? That's that's it. Uh, James, appreciate that call. Let's go to Evelyn in Gainesville, Georgia, listening to us on WDUN. Hey, Evelyn, what you got for us? Good afternoon, Todd. I just wanted to make a comment about the 19-year-old young man that was knocking people in the head. Yes. Uh, you know, he, he said he made a mistake, and everybody makes mistakes, you know. Sure, but he didn't make a mistake. He made a bad decision. He knew what he was doing. It was planned. Do He wouldn't be out there videoing them. Evelyn, it's a fair point. I have to imagine something like that happening in Gainesville, Georgia. Um, he he probably would be walking with a limp. No, he probably wouldn't be walking. Period. Fair enough. Fair enough, Evelyn. It's a it's a great point you raise. And, and again, it's not a matter of of making you know mistakes. It's a it's a matter of making good life choices and decisions. And clearly, this guy uh, failed on both of those accounts. Evelyn, appreciate that call. And thank you for listening. Uh, so a couple of what's about a week or so ago, we were telling you about this brilliant bus that was driving around Harvard, exposing all of the pro-Hamas students on campus. Now we got word that the the president or the organization responsible for that bus, his home was targeted in a SWAT-like raid. On the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, to help us understand what's going on, is the president of Accuracy in Media, Adam Gallette. Adam, good to have you with us today. Thank you so much for having me. So, Adam, I, so uh, first of all, I have to tell you, hats off, um, you guys uh, putting that bus out there. What compelled you to do that? Well, we've been holding anti-Semites on college campuses accountable for a year now. We first went after anti-Semites at Berkeley Law. More recently, we've added Harvard, Columbia, UPenn. This week, we're going to be adding additional universities. For far too long, these radicals on college campuses have been appeased. And this is the end result of that appeasement. They've run wild. They're advocating violence. These are horrible people who need to see that their actions have consequences. You know, uh, the, the story over the weekend, I don't know if you saw this, uh, what's happening over at Cornell, uh, that's horrifying. And, uh, you know, they don't seem to know who did it. I, I told somebody they need to call accuracy and media. I guarantee you, you guys will be able to figure out who did it. We are working on it. It's a very target-rich environment across the country right now. But the hateful anti-Semites, we first find out their names and their photos. We send a mobile billboard to their campus with those names and photos. We publish them online. Then we buy their domain names. So, for example, we bought Amari 
amarybutler.com, A-M-A-R-I, butler.com. And we set up profile pages for them so that if you go to Google them later, maybe if you're deciding whether or not to hire them, you see exactly the kind of person you're dealing with. And then on top of that, we oftentimes will send a mobile billboard to mom and dad's house so that your parents have to explain to the neighbors why you don't like the Jews. Adam, I've, I think this is all brilliant. Um, it's it's just mind-boggling for me. I'm I'm a Christian, and I have seen the anti-Christian hate on these campuses, and I knew there was anti-Semitism, but I did not know it was at this this level. Did did anybody know up until now how bad it's been? Well, the thing is, it's not even really just about them hating Jews per se. And don't get me wrong, they clearly do. It's a fight between Western civilization and radical totalitarian thugs. The entire left, or much of the left, I should say, have embraced this cause. They side with Hamas because of what's called intersectionality. Intersectionality is how the left gets environmental groups to team up with with, uh, the United Auto Workers. It's how they get LGBTQ groups to side with Palestine, even though they'd be thrown off of a roof if they were gay in Palestine. And Americans need to realize it's not just about being a Jew. Christians are going to get it as well. As you've said, they are getting it. They're coming for all of Western civilization and our classically liberal values. Israel is merely on the front lines of this fight. As it's interesting, as you and I are talking, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu is as well. Live remarks from Tel Aviv, and he says, "Our fight is your fight." To your point, Adam, if we do not stand up, and people don't like to talk about this, but this is we're talking about radical Muslims that are out there, and they want to kill all of us, and we have got to stand up, and we have to push back. That's exactly it. They dislike Jews. They dislike Christians. They dislike Americans. They've convinced themselves, not just you know the, the radical Islamists, but the American radical progressives have convinced themselves that the problems, all of the problems in life have been created by capitalism and liberty, and that the only solution to all these problems is to go to Marxism and get rid of capitalism and essentially destroy Western values. So you've got any kind of radical left-wing group in this fight siding with Hamas over Israel, defending and making excuses for them killing civilians. That's exactly what we're up against. And the solution isn't to show them how kind we are and that we're not really that bad after all, because they have no respect for human life. Look how they treat their own civilians in Palestine. They certainly have even less respect for the lives of us. Look, I'm with you, Adam, and and I'm curious. when, When you look at the global landscape, and I don't want to go conspiratorial here, but the immigration policies globally, I mean, across the world, uh, they have they have now dispersed many of these jihadists in just about every nation on the planet. We saw what happened in Russia over the weekend at the airport. And, and my concern is what happens when they get the cell phone, the text phone, uh, the text saying now is the time to, to activate. I mean, we have really we have put ourselves in a position where we could be conquered from within. Yeah, I don't know that it's that far that we're going to be conquered from within, per se. And, you know, when we talk about these immigration issues, let's not forget that the 9-11 hijackers didn't come from the Mexican border. They were visa overstays. That's the most common way for immigrants to come in here. So strengthening the border is swell. All of these things are nice. But we've got to be incredibly vigilant because there are so many ways for these folks to get in our country. And we've got to remember that the only thing a bully understands is force. And not that we want to use violence against them. We are absolutely opposed to using violence. But they need to learn that their actions have consequences. They need to be called out, exposed, publicly shamed. Otherwise, this will only get worse. 
All right, on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line is Adam Gallette. He is president of Accuracy and Media. So you guys have been out there doing all of this, catching a lot of a lot of flack from the media, a lot of flack from these university presidents. And then I want you to explain what happened at your home just the other day. Well, twice this weekend I was swatted. And in the first instance, what that meant is someone called law enforcement at 2.30 a.m. and told them I had a gun to my wife's head. A half a dozen police officers with massive rifles and all the tactical gear then arrived. They were given a code by someone to enter our home, and they sweep the home and check everything out. Thankfully, my wife and I were out of state because can you only imagine if all of a sudden out of nowhere people are flooding into your home with rifles, you might react in the wrong way, and you might get yourself killed, which is what they intended on doing. And then yesterday, someone called law enforcement and said I had killed my wife and another person in our home. And thankfully, law enforcement was able to reach me before they arrived. And I, you know, unlocked for them remotely so that they could get inside the home and sweep it, uh, which was fine. And they were going you know, to find to cooperate with. But we're in a situation, my wife and I, where we can't go to our home. We can't spend the night in our beds because these sorts of things don't stop happening. They've been harassing myself, my wife. My parents, one of our staffers for, um, a gosh, nearly two weeks now. These are the kind of radicals that we're dealing with. But obviously, they only shoot at you when you're flying over the target. And we couldn't even possibly back down now if we even wanted to, because they need to learn that these tactics will not work. If we were to back down and scale down our efforts, it would encourage them to use these tactics against other people. And I would never want that on my no, conscience. No, good for you. And so you're standing your ground here, Adam. That's right. We're ramping things up and increasing our efforts. Good for you. Good for you. Well, you've got a lot of supporters out there, and we appreciate the great work you guys are doing. AIM.org, ladies and gentlemen. AIM.org. You go to their website and uh, see all the great work they're doing. Adam, you hang in there. If there's anything we can do, you just let us know, and we'll be there. Thank you so much. Appreciate your support. All right. uh, Adam Collette, everybody. He is president of Accuracy in Media, and I say good for him. You know, they're, a, they're catching a lot of flack here, but it's time to expose these people. I mean, we're talking about evil on American university campuses. And by the way, good for the, the, the people, the donors, and the big dollar donors at the University of Pennsylvania. They are, they are putting the hurt on UPenn right now, pulling billions of billions with a B, billions of dollars worth of funding uh, because they say they're sick and tired of promoting anti-Semitism. So I say good for you. All right, 844-747-8868 is our number. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Happy to have you with us. 844-747-8868 is our number. That's 844-747-8868. We are following some breaking news. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu is speaking right now. And also the uh, State Department is holding a press briefing as well. We'll keep an eye on that and let you know uh, what's happening there. Um. Also, coming up in the next hour, very excited to uh, have Congressman Scott Perry, who is chairman of the House Freedom Caucus. Also, Congresswoman Diana Harshbarger is going to be weighing in on the big budget crisis as well as our new speaker. 
All right. I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, and uh, we're going to talk to the guy responsible for the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier, our good buddy, Glenn Story. Glenn, hope you're doing well today. Hey, buddy. How are you doing? Glenn, doing well. Uh, you know, I was I was out in California, and I was bragging on you. Um, a couple of folks came up to us at the Pacific Justice Institute Gala in Anaheim, and uh, they yeah. are, they're huge fans of what Patriot Mobile is doing, and they've made the switch like so many other people. And uh, it's just exciting to hear from our listeners that, uh, you know, they're loving what you guys are, are doing. Well, we love Pacific Justice. We love that group. Great, great, great folks. And, uh, you know, it's not surprising. We're running into folks everywhere that has, that, you know, become Patriot Mobile customers. And it's really funny. I'll meet at least half of them. So we've heard about you. We love what you do. And I will say, why aren't you then switching? You know, you're on the edge. It's time for you to come across now. Exactly. You know, um, there's a good buddy of mine, Art Alley, who runs the Timothy Plan, and they're a big investment yeah. company. They've been doing it thirty something years. And every time we talk, we, you know, I bring up Patriot Mobile because you know their whole point is, why are you Christians? Why are you out there conservatives? And you're supporting, you're investing in companies that do not share your values and actively work against your values. And, and I think that's a pretty fair question to ask. Yeah, that's right. And I, th- if I remember correctly, I believe Art's uh, Art's a customer of ours, and so is his business. So, and you know, here's the here's the real interesting perspective. Look, I'm never going to say anything bad about the other carriers. They 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 do a fine job. I just think we do it a little bit better. You know, we're 100% U.S. based. You call our office. You speak with somebody that's either Texan or Californian. Right, and they will walk you through all our plans, the options, etc. But here's really what differentiates us: we'll donate money from every phone bill back to causes that are one of our four pillars: First Amendment, Second Amendment, right to life, military, and first responders. Well, one of our partners is Mercury One, right? And so we donated Mercury One. We connected them with one of the congressmen down in Florida, and all of a sudden, within a couple of days, they raised 300000 dollars We just, last night, a plane landed in the U.S. with 150, 60 people from uh, Israel. So you kind of look at it and you go, look, that's what separates us. You know, not only do you get great service, you also get to participate in helping others save our country or Israel. You know, we always stand behind Israel. We believe that God will, you know, it says in Genesis 12, 3, God will bless those that bless Israel and curse those who curse Israel. Well, that's scripture. If you believe any of the Bible, you have to believe it all. Well, I believe that verse, and wholeheartedly, I believe in this, the country of Israel and, and, and our ancestors. Uh, by the way, you mentioned Mercury One Charity, and of course, our good friend uh, Glenn Beck founded that uh, back in, in 2011, and uh, just a couple of weeks ago, you guys were the title sponsor for their incredible Night of, of Hope and bringing together Americans from all over the country. And again, it just we're, you, you guys are celebrating the power of hope, unity, and ph- philanthropy, and, and that's really what it's all about. Amen. Amen. And... You know, on the earlier, or you know, a little bit upstream is 
we provide a great service. It's a commodity. Everybody has a cell phone. I'm not asking you to go buy a Maserati or Mercedes. I'm asking you to buy something you already have, and it works. As a matter of fact, we we can provide multiple networks on one phone. It's amazing. We've got a great business-to-business part of the organization. It's amazing what you can do with a commodity. You know, it's not something new. So anybody that you talk with today has a cell phone, and if they come to Patriot Mobile, they will see a great benefit because we also, every month we send out the Patriot Press. It's a newsletter to summarize some of the good stuff we're doing and some of our partners we highlight. It's really a great piece of uh, update. We just want our customers to know, look, this is what we're doing. My only concern, I've been hearing some rumblings uh, that you've been palling around with guys like Tim Barton and David Barton. I mean, come on, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've never heard of them. <laughs> They're great, great guys. You know what's interesting? If they you are. read about the stuff, they spread lies. They spread nonsense, and when yep. you really look at the stuff, they, they're just producing pilgrimage documents, right? Here's what, the, how the, here's what the country really looked like, and here's how, what our founding fathers, they believed in. And you, you look at it, and you kind of go over to Glenn Beck's American Journey Experience, a part of Mer- Mercury One. You'd be blown away by these ultra-old documents that really shed light on the real history of America. And if that's fake news, so be it, but I believe it. All right. Well, we're coming up on the uh, the top of the hour here, Glenn. But, uh, folks, uh, I, I, we're going to get Glenn back on and his team uh, because you've just assembled a great group of folks and uh, just doing some incredible ministry out there from the border, the Ministries for Renewal at the Border, uh, helping expectant moms with Embrace Grace. And, folks, it's all made possible because you have made the switch to Patriot Mobile, and you can do that at patriotmobile.com slash Todd. That's patriotmobile.com slash Todd. Glenn, we appreciate you. We love your brother, and we just uh, so appreciate the great ministry that you guys are doing in, in, in America. Well, I love it. Hey, if you don't mind, let me throw one more uh, curve out there. You know, Patriot Mobile, we, we're sponsoring a project in Fort Worth. It's it's Fort Worth stands in Israel, uh, stands with Israel. And, and, and Glenn, we're going to get that information. Hang tight, and we're going to get that intel, and we'll share it with our listeners. We'll be right back, folks. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. And hello, America. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. So happy to have you with us today, folks. And we have a great lineup uh, coming up in just a few moments, uh, moments, Congresswoman Diana Harshbarger from Tennessee will be joining us. Also, um, we're going to be talking to our good friend, Congressman Scott Perry. He is chairman of the House Freedom Caucus, and a lot of news happening up on Capitol Hill right now. And the congressman joins us live on our Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Congressman, good to have you back with us. Great to be with you, Todd. And, of course, uh, 
never a dull moment in Washington, D.C. or the world when you wake up every day, right? Well, no, you're right about that. And, uh, Congressman, uh, let's kick it off with what's happening in Israel right now and also here in this country uh, where we have seen just a horrific explosion of anti-Semitism on many of our university campuses. Of course, Cornell University over the weekend, the actual threats to slit the throats of Jewish students being made allegedly by fellow uh, classmates there at Cornell. What's your reaction to the anti-Semitism happening here on American soil? Well, it's just unbelievable that we're even having this discussion in the 21st century. And of course, I'm not too uh, old to remember the uh, you know the folks that uh, preceded us in the Greatest Generation who fought in World War II. When at the culmination of that, we said never, never again. And uh, it, it's almost unimaginable to me that this is happening in the United States of America. But at the same time, unfortunately, I'm not surprised. Uh, of course, we've spent decades now bringing in uh, foreign anti-Jewish and anti-Semitic sentiment. And of course, we've allowed it to foster and to be fostered in our country by the elitists at these uh, at these colleges, on campuses and in the general in the general sentiment of the public. And and this is what you get when you do that, when you're when you don't mind something, when you don't uh, keep after something. This is this is what you can expect. And of course, in Israel proper, I think the the biggest thing the United States can do as we move on from the horrific events of a couple weeks ago now is to support completely Israel's mission and Israel's right as a sovereign nation to make right the the just the, the atrocities that were brought not to their doorstep but within their home by their neighbor which they have tried to live peacefully with since their existence and you know Todd there's going to be these calls of being reserved and of course the ceasefire and you know proportionality and all those things coming from people coming from individuals that haven't had to experience any of what Israel's and Israel's citizens have had to experience over the last over the last couple of weeks so i think that we must remain vigilant we must remain outspoken in our support of Israel and against and vocally against and stridently against these terrorist acts and the acts of support of terrorism that are occurring not only in our country but around the globe. And it's shocking when you, you know, I know that uh, Congresswoman uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, introducing the the resolution to censure um, uh, Rashida Tlaib, but but I'm curious, should should there be a harsher penalty for outright and blatant anti-Semitism among members of Congress? Well, that's a slippery slope, and as much as I abhor anti-Semitism, or really hatred just based on someone's outward appearance or their beliefs this is america and it, you know if you if you hate broccoli or you know if you hate uh, who, who who knows what it is uh, the green grass it should be your right to do that where if it turns dangerous that's another story but uh, just because you're a member of congress doesn't mean we we take away your free speech now if the actions that you take or if the things that you say cause other people to be violent and take it out against their neighbor, I think that's a different story, but I think that's a little hard to prove at the moment. So while we celebrate free speech, we condemn 
any acts of anti-Semitism or just the outward belief that somebody is less of a person because they have a different religious viewpoint than you do. All right, on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line today is Congressman Scott Perry, chairman of the House Freedom Caucus. Of course, uh, the big news from last week, finally, we have a new speaker. Uh, What do you think about Mike Johnson? I like Mike Johnson. Uh, He's a guy that is now, as speaker, doesn't have to be convinced to be conservative. He woke up being conservative. He he grew up and has comported himself in his personal and professional life in that regard. And while there'll be people that say, well, it's too much, it's too far, so on and so forth, I think it's his inner belief that the things that are foundation in our, in our country are worth preserving and they're, they're worth fighting for. And I'm sure there's going to be a, a fair amount of criticism from all around about, you know, he's too much this and he's not enough that. Uh, I think one of the problems with the Republican Party over the course of my lifetime is it has always tried to find a way to not stand for what most of its supporters stand for. And I believe that Mike Johnson doesn't feel, um, you know, he feels that that his supporters are on the right side of things and he wants to support uh, conservative causes because they're the right thing to do. He doesn't believe in bankrupting the country. He believes that uh, that girls shouldn't have to pe- compete against boys in uh, you know in sports, and I think he believes that that life is sacred, and that even those who can't speak for themselves de- deserve a voice in America and around the the globe. And I think he's unapologetic about those things, and I celebrate right. that. I, yeah. I agree with that, and I think it's high time that we've had someone that doesn't have to be dragged. Uh, screaming and kicking to the conservative side of the discussion, uh, someone who 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 starts out there and uh, and then is open to see the other viewpoint. I want to play some audio. This is Jen Psaki from MSDNC yesterday talking about the 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 new speaker's religious beliefs. Cut number fourteen, please. So let's take a few minutes to talk about this new speaker. First glance, Mike Johnson does seem fine, fineish. Conservative, yes, but he once started a civility caucus with a Democrat. And I mean, if nothing else, he wears a suit and has glasses. How threatening can this guy actually be? Well, he gave us all a little clue as to how he would govern in an interview this week. I am a Bible-believing Christian. Someone asked me today in the media, they said, it's curious, people are curious, what does Mike Johnson think about any issue under the sun? I said, well, go pick up a Bible off your shelf and read it. That's, That's my worldview. You heard that right. The Bible doesn't just inform his worldview, it is his worldview. In fact, during his first speech in his new job, Johnson suggested that his election as speaker was an act of God. Talk about a bit of a humble brag there. So what exactly has God apparently called on Mike Johnson to do? Well, his views on policy are essentially what you'd expect from a religious fundamentalist. They're more divisive than they are divine. A religious fundamentalist, uh, th- that's the code. We we all know what she's talking about here, trying to compare right, right. The, the House Speaker to some sort of Islamic radical congressman. It's pretty despicable. Well, the thing is, is on the other side of the equation, of course, if the Speaker were an Islamic radical, that would be absolutely fine, and the rest of us would be required to be very tolerant of the radicalism, no matter how radical it got. 
And these are the very same people, let's face it, that would that would be deriding a George Washington presidency if they, you know, if they had been existing at the time. That's exactly who they are. So we need to, I think, just dismiss them as the irrelevant viewpoints that they have. I mean, we need to consider their viewpoints as radical as they are and be aware of them and understand who we're dealing with. We are dealing with people that literally can't stand the foundation of this nation or the things that made this nation great. And just like the other acolytes of Obama looking for a fundamental transformation of America, anytime they're speaking, we need to question what was so wrong with it before you wanted to transform it? And what do you want to transform it into? Because we kind of happen to like the ideals of George Washington and John Adams and the other founders of of our great country. Exactly. As a matter of fact, our country was founded uh, by Christian uh, nationalist or fundamentalist, uh, if if you will. Congressman, real quick here, I know we're heading into November. We've had the 40-day extension. Where, where do things stand right now? We know Congressman Chip Roy is not a fan of any continuing resolutions. Are we going to get one of those, or, or is the government going to shut down? Well, nor is any uh, conservative a f- uh, fan of a continuing resolution. But here's where I think we're going to go. We're going to pass as many of the funding bills are 12 of them. And I think we've got effectively six under a belt. So halfway there, um, we're not going to punish Johnson for the sins of his predecessors to not be willing to get them done. We've got to get the spending level right. But say let first, and, and Todd also remind your audience that the Senate hasn't passed one bill. Uh, so while all the blame, it's easy to put on the House, the Senate's done nothing uh, to curb spending. So once we get as close as we can by the 17th, maybe we get done, maybe we don't, but the Senate will not be done. Maybe we'll have to do some stopgap, but it's not going to be a continuing resolution. In other words, we're not going to continue the same spending or the same policies of the last administration the Pelosi administration that we voted against last December. There might be a stopgap funding measure that includes border security and a cut or a debt commission or something realistic that changes policy and spending until the Senate gets its act together. And I think a new Speaker Johnson will be fully on board with that with that strategy. All right. Well, we're going to leave it there. Uh, Congressman, really appreciate all the great insight. I know a lot happening up on Capitol Hill. And we appreciate you guys in the uh, the House Freedom Caucus. Thank you very much, and God bless you and your audience. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it, Congressman Scott Perry from Pennsylvania, chairman of the House Freedom Caucus. And it was interesting. He's He doesn't believe that people like Rashida Tlaib ought to be punished or expelled from Congress because they might hold anti-Semitic viewpoints. And I'm curious to hear from you, and we're going to open up the phone lines. Should that be a disqualifier? If you hate America, if you're an anti-Semite, should you be able, should you be allowed to serve in Congress? 844-747-8868 is our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. I want to make clear Israel's position regarding the ceasefire. Just as the United States would not agree to a ceasefire after the bombing of Pearl Harbor or after the terrorist attack of 9-11, Israel will not agree to a cessation of hostilities with Hamas after the horrific attacks of October 7th. Calls for a ceasefire are calls for Israel to surrender to Hamas, to surrender to terrorism, to surrender to barbarism, 
That will not happen. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says that there is a time for peace and a time for war. This is a time for war, a war for our common future. Today we draw a line between the forces of civilization and the forces of barbarism. It is a time for everyone to decide where they stand. Israel will stand against the forces of barbarism until victory. I hope and pray that civilized nations everywhere will back this fight. Because Israel's fight is your fight. Because if Hamas and Iran's axis of evil win, you will be their next target. That's why Israel's victory will be your victory. But make no mistake, regardless of who stands with Israel, Israel will fight until this battle is won. And Israel will prevail. May God bless Israel. And may God bless all those who stand with Israel. All right, uh, there you go. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu uh, just a few moments ago uh, holding a press conference that was uh, carried around the world. And uh, Netanyahu uh, says they are going to continue fighting as well they should. I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line right now. We've got a lot of callers today, 844-747-8868. Let's go to Germantown, Tennessee. Murph is listening to us on radio station KWAM. Hi, Murph. What's going on? Dr. Starnes, thank you for taking this call. No matter what those young ladies of the uh, Islamic persuasion say, unfortunately, they were duly elected by their constituency, and according to the Constitution, they serve until they are no longer elected to office. What's really a shame is some of our liberal Jewish citizenry vote along that same alignment as a political party. True. Why they vote that way baffles modern science. Second commentary. Prime Minister Netanyahu hit the nail on the head. Third commentary. Theirs was an article in the Wall Street Journal, I believe it was this weekend, where the staff of the either the Wall Street Journal or a group affiliated with them was shown pictures and videos of what these Islamists did to the people that they captured and shot down. And the last paragraph is quoted word for word. O Muslim, you will find non-believers behind rocks, behind trees. And that's exactly what those Hamas killers did. They went from house to house, room to room, door to door, following the Quran to the letter of its word. And I have a bone to pick with the congressman you just interviewed. There is no such thing as a radical Islamist. If you adhere to the Quran and Allah, you will obey its every word, or you will end up in the infernal regions, as Muhammad puts and that's the way it is with that particular group of people. Murph, I keep bringing this up, and I know it irritates a lot of folks, but, but I am still looking for those moderate Muslims out there. And, and why are they not marching in the streets in support of Israel? Why are they not out there denouncing the literal beheading of babies? We just learned that this uh, beautiful German-Israeli young lady that was really the focus of a lot of attention early on in the attacks— her body was found beheaded, 
And we have yet to see a single Muslim leader, a single Muslim body going out there and condemning this, much less marching in the streets in solidarity with Israel. There is no such thing as a moderate, quote-unquote, moderate Muslim. They are told to obey Allah and to obey Muhammad, his prophet, no matter what he says. The only thing that prevents an Islamic uprising in this country, what if there may be two to three million Islam, uh, Muslims in this country, is the Constitution of the United States. And sooner or later, maybe not my our lifetime, but I fear for my granddaughter's lifetime, there's going to be a competition between constitutional representative self-government based on Judeo-Christian theory and, and practice and the Islam of the Middle East. Uh, Murph, and no doubt about that. And that clash is coming, and it may be coming sooner than, than any of us expected. Or if we got to run, it's great hearing from you. Appreciate you uh, calling into the program. Hang tight, folks. We're going to get to your calls. 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. Murph just said it. There's no such thing as a moderate Muslim. Do you believe that? Well, give us a call. We're going to talk about it coming up next. everybody welcome back to the todd stearns radio show are we having fun yet america i i tell you it's good to be back in the saddle and again want to thank our good buddy harry hurley who was uh, so kind to fill in yes um, over the weekend as i was uh, out in california real quick let's go to the phone lines ricky from alabama hi ricky what's on your mind yes sir miss todd i'm i'm doing okay i just wanted to uh to let you know that yeah you're you're doing a good job up there on Newsmax, and I want y'all to hang in there and, and keep putting out the good word. And I do want to let you know that we support Israel down here 100%. And I just want to let you know that, Miss Todd, they need to get all those squad women out of the Capitol up there because they're going to overturn this country if they don't get them out. They don't need to have security or nothing like that up there because that stuff there is dangerous. Well, Ricky, I appreciate those kind words, and I think a lot of folks feel just like you do that there is no place for anti-Semitism in the halls uh, of Congress, uh, no doubt about that. Ricky, God bless you, and uh, tell all of our friends in Alabama we said hello. want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line right now, and we are honored to have from the great state of Tennessee, Congresswoman Diana Harshbarger uh, with us. Congresswoman, hope you're doing well today. Oh, yes, Todd, I'm doing excellent today. So I, I'm very curious to get your take on uh, the new House Speaker, Mike Johnson. Ed, have you known him well uh, during your time in uh, in Congress? Yes, I have, Todd. He has been part of the prayer group that we meet every week, and we pray for nothing but this nation. And Mike is a presence. I've known him. He's a dear friend, and I am telling you, we are very blessed to have him as Speaker of the House. I, I'm excited. I'm elated. And this is turning a new page for America. And it's a new day, Todd. It's a new day. You know, I think what's really frightening a lot of people, even those within the Republican Party, is that here's a guy who isn't just a Christian in name only. 
here's a guy who lives it every single day. And, and I think a lot of people on both sides of the aisle are concerned that he is going to um, be influenced by his Christian worldview. Well, if that puts fear into their hearts, so be it. I am glad he is a Christian and he professes his faith because we need more people like him in places of authority. I'll tell you, Todd, the one criteria I had is that I wanted a godly person to be put in the speakership that would lead this nation back to holiness. And God is faithful in everything he does. And so his timing is perfect. Ours is infallible. I wanted, I wish Matt Gates had awaited until after the 17th, but you know what? God knows what's best for, for us and for our nation. And we've got a good speaker. Uh, I want to get your reaction to uh, some of the anti-Semitic attacks that have been happening on university campuses across the country. Of course, uh, a lot of concern right now at Cornell University, where students have literally been threatened, Jewish students threatened. Were you surprised by the, the anti-Semitism out there? And, and and what do we need to be doing about it on our university campuses? Well, I think you've seen a couple of things that have been done. A lot of the big donors are saying, nope, I'm not going to give to you anymore. And it starts there. But this has been occurring over the last 50 years within because our universities and our colleges have been indoctrinating students, even if they were brought up the right way, they have indoctrinated them to think, oh, well, poor Palestine or, oh, poor this, poor that. The anti-Semitism, you see it in Congress, you see it at local levels of government and at state levels, and now you see it on college campuses in full form. And look what happened when... um, you know, an airline, an Israeli airline landed in Russia. What did they do? It is unbelievable that this is all around the world. And it it doesn't surprise me, you know, if I had put my two cents worth in, which I did vote to get rid of the Department of Education, I would do it on a federal level, send it back to the states, and hopefully they could do a lot better job than the federal government does about teaching the truth and holding these universities and colleges accountable for the federal dollars that we give them. Oh, I'm I'm all supportive of that. And you know, a, a few years ago, we actually saw what happened when the local state houses would get involved. Uh, the University of Tennessee and Knoxville they were promoting Sex Week, courtesy of our tax dollars, and the state house stepped in and said, "Not going to happen. We will pull your funding if you don't stop having Sex Week at the University of Tennessee." Hey, listen, money talks, and you know what? When it walks, then they have to pay attention. That's the only way to get the attention of people receiving federal or state dollars. When you threaten them, and that's that's what we in the House of Representatives, we hold the purse, and the only way to get our message across is say, well, we're going to withhold this until you decide to straighten up. I'm all about that, Todd. That's how you control a situation where you don't have control. And sooner or later, people will understand that that's what we have to do is defund these bureaucratic agencies or these institutions that are taking our money and turning the students against their own country. Well, on our Patriot, our Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line today, uh, Congresswoman Diana Harshbarger from Tennessee. Uh, Congresswoman, uh, very curious to know uh, what you guys are hearing up on Capitol Hill about military involvement in, in Israel um, we know that uh, we have a lot of ships, a lot of ships already over there. We understand the Pentagon sending, what, 900 additional troops 
do you believe that we could be we could be involved in a, in a shooting war, American troops over there? Well, I found out today uh, that they have made 24 strikes against the troops that we have over in Syria and, and placed in the Middle East. And you can't just sit back and let them strike at our forces and not say, wait a minute, you can't do that. But, uh, you know, as far as firing in a war, that that is Biden does not have the authority to do that. And so Congress has to step in and say, look, we will support you with like the ships that we sent over there with other other military uh, equipment, you know, ammunition, whatever they need for the Iron Dome. And, you know, we're getting ready to vote, I would assume, when we get back for an aid package. But it's going to be uh, sent to them. And it's not going to be a burden on the taxpayer. These are pay-fors. They're going to find a way to pay for that. But sometimes just to merely show up. And I understood today that just because Biden stood up and said, hey, we support you, Israel, Iran did not. They did not expect that. So here you go. You've got all these factions jockeying over there. Hamas is what Israel is trying to eradicate, and that's we should never tell Israel how to do their business. Let them do what they've got to do. But as far as helping them and supporting them, they we will always be an ally if I have anything to do with it, and we support them. And sometimes just sending ships as a deterrent, saying, go ahead, you know, don't, don't make my day, but, but we will make yours is sometimes the best thing you can do. All right. Well, uh, Congresswoman, we appreciate uh, your your pretty frank talk there and appreciate the great work you're doing up on Capitol Hill. Thank you. Thank you, Todd. All right. Congresswoman Diana Harshbarger from Tennessee. And uh, she's right. Go ahead. Make my day. That's what Clint Eastwood used to say. I hope that's written on a couple of those bombs are lobbing over into Gaza. All right, we've got to take a break here. When we come back, we are going right to the phone lines. Our telephone number nationwide, 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Starn Show. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. So I have a question for you. Now, you know we've all been there. You go out to eat. You're over at the Red Lobster, special dinner night. You got a hot date. You're taking over to the Red Lobster for some of those cheddar biscuits. Mm-mm, good eating. And all of a sudden, right behind you, you've got a, a husband and a wife, and they got the three-year-old and the four-year-old, and they're throwing food at you. They're screaming. They're hollering. They're crying. And all you're trying to do is eat Uncle Walt's uh, delicious fried shrimp. That's all. Is, is that too much to ask? Well, finally, a a restaurant in Georgia, in Tacoa, Georgia, which is right up. That's, by the way, in uh, WDUN country, our great affiliate up there. And a restaurant up there said, you know what? Enough is enough. And so now they are charging a surtax for bad parenting. <laughs> I think this is pretty brilliant, actually. But unfortunately, I'm in the minority. A lot of people are really upset at this restaurant, and they're saying that um, the restaurant owners ought to be more considerate of parents of small kids. And I say, if you're going to a high-end steakhouse or you're going down to the Red Lobster and you want to have an adult grown-up meal, you shouldn't have to be worried about a bunch of kids screaming and throwing biscuits at you. So I'm curious to get your take on this. Um, They have a $50 surcharge for bad children. 
Do you think this is a good idea or a bad idea? 844-747-8868 is our telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. One guy writing, uh, his name is Kyle Landman. He says, the owner came out and told me he was adding $50 because of my children's behavior. He says, my kids watched a tablet until the food arrived, ate their food, and my wife took them outside. You see, I, I, I don't buy this. I do not buy this because we've all been there. I will say this about about Mrs. Starnes, Mother Starnes. Um, we were well-behaved, and we knew that if we were going to a restaurant, and back in the day, the restaurant of choice for the Starnes family was uh, the Piccadilly. And we would go there, and we would sit. We would sit quietly, and we would eat our meal because our parents raised us right. I just think you got a lot of parents these days. They're not raising the kids right. So what do you think about this restaurant? in Tacoa, Georgia, charging a fee for bad parenting. <laughs> 844-747-8868 is our number. That's 844-747-8868. All right, let's go to Mike in North Georgia. Mike, you're on the program. What do you think about all of that? All right, let's not go to Mike. Let's go to Janice in New Orleans. Hi, Janice. What say you? Yeah, I think you could have, have the restaurant and just say no children allowed, adults only. Um, now, when it comes to what's going on with all this Holocaust stuff and everything, I saw something the other day. I sent it to you, too. You can check check your phone later, your text. Um, it says here, Holocaust survivor reveals that she received 1,000 hate messages a day since Hamas attack in Israel. She's a 99-year-old woman, and her and her son have a, a page, a thing on TikTok, whereby they're trying to educate the people as to what happened during the Holocaust. But she is getting hateful messages every single day, and the things that people are telling it's her... It's terrible. She's 99 years old, yeah, and, um, you know, she's worried and terrified after receiving hate-filled messages telling her to die and questioning the Holocaust, uh, calling it a holla, a holla hoax, according to the Daily Mail. Now, this is a 99-year-old lady. She hasn't done anything to anybody. She hasn't hurt anyone. So, I don't know, those people that are doing this to her are going to have to answer someday for it, and I hope they'll realize that because God is going to put them exactly where they belong, in the pits of hell. Yeah, I'm with you on that, Janice, and I appreciate that call, and, and thanks for thanks for weighing in. Um, that's just unacceptable. But again, ladies and gentlemen, this goes to show you the amount of hate and vitriol directed at the Jewish people here on American soil, and it just should not be tolerated. All right, let's go to Mike in North Georgia. Hey, Mike, what's on your mind? It's it's Mac, M-A-C-K. Mac, I am I, terribly I have, sorry. I have uh, no big deal. I have two things on my mind. The lady just mentioned that uh, they doubt the Holocaust, but my granddaughter's great-great-grandmother died in a Nazi prison after being captured in Greece during the Holocaust that didn't exist. So that gives us a problem. Where is she? You know, if if there was no Holocaust and we think she died, 
But she didn't, then where would she be? No one can answer that for me. Mm. But my other my other thing is that all of the people that were killed in Israel were unarmed. They're all trained in the use of firearms, and yet at the border of their worst enemy, no one had a gun. That's right. And, and again, Mac, that anyone. goes and Mac, that goes back to the fact that they have strict gun control in Israel, which is a big problem. Matter of fact, there was a report that came out late last week. Over a hundred thousand Israelis have now applied for gun permits in in Israel, and I suspect more will do the same. Mac, gotta run. Appreciate that call. Let's go to uh, Jessica in Memphis, Tennessee, listening to us on our flagship station KWAM. Hi, Jessica. What say you? Hey there. Uh, I've got a comment about the surcharge for naughty children. Yes. Are you support? Okay. Do you say yes or no? You know, I say yes, and I'll tell you why. I, I'm the mother of two grown sons, and we ate out with them when they were younger. And I guarantee you, if they misbehaved enough for my husband and me to be charged for their misbehavior, their little butts would have been in the car midway through our meal, and we'd have gotten a doggy bag. Um, I would not allow my kids to misbehave to the extreme where it disrupted other diners' um, eating. So I, I think you'll let, you'll let the diners know if your kids are going to misbehave, be prepared to pay up. That's just the way I look at it. Well, love it. I, I Look, I'm with you. I think this is great, and my parents did the same thing. Uh, you better believe we were well-behaved when it came time to sit down for that delicious almond uh, fish over at the uh, the Piccadilly. Uh, Jessica, appreciate that call. Uh, real quick, let's go to Commerce, Georgia. Carol wants to weigh in on this bad parenting surcharge. Hey, Carol, what say you? Hi, Todd. I love listening to you. I wanted to say that when my children were young, we got babysitters and went to the restaurant. It was a special treat. It wasn't like they do now. They go out two, three, four times a week, and they take these children. And for me, who spent, who hardly ever goes out now, now I'm older, I spend a lot of money to go out, and I don't appreciate the children carrying on and misbehaving. Yeah, Carol, you know, this is, uh, look, I'm with you on this, and and you're right. I mean, there was a time when mom and dad wanted to have a special night out, and by the way, Carol, I'm being told by my staff that Red Lobster is not a, is apparently not a highfalutin restaurant anymore, but it was when I was growing up. Uh, but I will say this, uh, you're right. Parents used to get babysitters, uh, and if the kids were going, they made sure those kids were well-behaved. That's right. All right. Well, Carol, appreciate that call. I Look, I say good for the restaurant owner, and they're just trying to they're trying to create a mood and environment within that restaurant where people can go and enjoy themselves. You know, it's not like going to romper room or or having a peanut butter and jelly sandwich down at the local daycare. I mean, come on, you're talking about a beautiful steak and and lobster dinner for crying out loud. So anyway, good for you, and uh, shame on all you folks that are going out there and messing up for everybody else. All right, folks, that is going to wrap up this edition of the program. We've got a lot more uh, coming your way tomorrow. We're going to be following the latest developments, uh, not just in Israel, but up on Capitol Hill as our elected leaders try to figure out what to do with the budgets. 
All right. In the meantime, head over to ToddStarns.com. We have lots of great information for you there, lots of great stuff for you to read. Sign up for the newsletter. Get the podcast free of charge. It's just our way of saying thank you for being a part of the Todd Starnes Show. Be good, America. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.